You're listening to the Margaritas and Mommyhood podcast. Hello, and welcome to the show. I'm so grateful you are here. I'm your host, Deanna, and I'm a mom, wife, and entrepreneur trying, sometimes very unsuccessfully, to find work-life balance. In this podcast, I'll be sharing hacks, tips, and tricks that work for me, and also discussing my many misadventures along the way. Let's dive in. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Here we are. We're in episode two. And today I'm going to be talking all about the four lessons that I learn from my kids on a pretty regular basis. You know, as a mom, I often think of myself as a teacher, right? I mean, as moms, we are responsible for teaching our kids a whole bunch of shit before we can actually before we get the luxury of turning them over to a teacher. Um, shout out to all the teachers. Oh my God, so thankful for you. Um, but to my surprise, you know, I think I learn more each day in my role as a mom than I actually teach my kids. And I thought it'd be fun to, to talk about that a little bit. So here are some lessons that I regularly learn from my two little girls, Tristan and Ari. So learning how to let it go. Um, I'm sure you've heard the song from Frozen a million and one times, but it is one of the most important lessons I think I've learned in my life, especially on my journey as a parent. You know, kids seem to be able to let things go in the most beautiful way. So for my girls, you know, they identify bad moments as just that, like moments doesn't ruin their entire day, doesn't stop them from pursuing adventures ahead. Um, Nothing really slows kids down, certainly not holding on to grudges or staying angry or, you know, being down, you know, all, all those things. Kids are really genius at having something come up, letting letting it come up, doing what they need to do. And then moving on to the next toy, to the next friend, to the next thing, right? Um, So that's definitely the first thing, you know, uh, kids teach me. Like, my kids are so good about not letting moments define their day, define their moods. Um, So I'm super blessed in that way. Also, the next thing that I've learned from my kids is that life is a come-as-you-are party. You know, my girls live entirely in the moment, and sometimes I'm downright jealous of that. (laughs) You know, they aren't bogged down by past BS, and they don't talk themselves out of trying new things. My girls come exactly as they are, and they live completely unjaded by how people think they should be. Um, Especially my youngest one, Eris, who's almost five years old. Um, You can't contain her. Like, she's going to show up in exactly the way that she wants to show up. And it it's like, get on board or don't go to her party kind of thing. Like, she's just really bold and brave in that way. 
And I think as adults, a lot of times we get polluted with all the crap. Like we start to listen to other people's opinions. We start to doubt ourselves. We start to put all these like weird limitations on ourselves that just don't need to be there because life should be a come as you are party. Like show up, show out, be exactly who you are and life's supposed to be good, right? Well, kids have that down you know, adults just get all fucked up and (laughs) we try to be who we think we should be, um, who we think other people think we should be. And, you know, it's a, it's a sad, sad rabbit hole that we go down as adults. The third thing that I've learned from my kids and that I continue to learn and see in practice every day is that there is wonder in everything. So, I try to make sure that we walk to school or at least go on some kind of lengthy walk uh, at least three days a week. Um, mostly it's selfish because I need the cardio and also selfish because I I don't want my kid to be, you know, overweight or unhealthy or whatever. Um, that could be a little tricky. Don't judge me. But um yeah, I don't want my kids to be out of shape. So we make walking and running a big priority. And when we are on these walks, you know, my girls notice something that I just would not have noticed or that I generally don't notice. And it could, it's been a beautiful flower. They are really gifted at finding funny looking bugs, grosses me out. Or, you know, when they see a neighbor changing their house or doing construction or working in their garden, it doesn't really matter what it is, but they always know, notice something. And because of that, I get to share in the excitement and wonder too. And it's so beautiful because, you know, if I'm alone on a walk, I probably have my podcast in. I'm kind of just scanning to make sure I don't get ran over by a car, but I'm not you know, unless I really just set out with the intention of discovering new things, a lot of times I'm just on autopilot. And so I'm outside getting fresh air, I'm moving my body, but I'm not always noticing all the beautiful, cool, little funky stuff that the kids notice. And that's been amazing. Um, And not just on our walks, but whenever we go anywhere, my kids are really amazing at pointing out um, just things that I wouldn't notice like through my adult lens. And if you have kids, it's probably the same for you. Like, I'm sure you can relate to your kids seeing things and you're like, really? Like, how did you see that? Like, how is that the thing that jumped out at you? And I just totally didn't notice it. Um, That brings us to the fourth lesson that I think kids are brilliant at teaching adults is that sitting still is for losers. Yep, I said it. Losers. Us grown-ups think about running around and being busy as expending unnecessary energy. Like, we don't necessarily get excited about it, right? Well, kids, especially my kids, it's harder for them to sit still than it is for them to run around all day like tiny, crazy humans. Um, You know, the human body craves movement. And kids, on some level, they just know it. Like... (laughs) smart little fuckers, Um, dancing, jumping, running, skipping, and hopping are, that's just natural state of movement for most kids. And it makes me laugh when I think about how my primary goal in most situations 
is to set things up so I actually have to move as little as possible. Oh my God, I sound like such a lazy freak. Um, but it's true. Like a lot of the things I, I structure so that I'm not doing a lot of running around, a lot of moving. Um, but kids, they got it right, man. Like move your body, have a dance break, jump rope, hop up and down, do some jumping jacks. Um, so, you know, being a parent is no different from any other job. I, I suppose, you know, you get your experience on the job and, Kids are some of the greatest teachers. Um, and I wonder, do you agree? Like in your experience, I'd, I'd love to hear your thoughts on um, these four lessons. And then also, what are some of the lessons your kids, or your niece and nephews, or your students teach you on a regular? Um, love to keep the conversation going. So make sure to find me on Instagram at SoCasualMe. And thanks again for tuning in to episode two. We did it, guys. Hey friend, thank you so much for listening to the Margaritas and Mommyhood podcast. If you'd like to keep the conversation going, go ahead, find me on Instagram at SoCasualMe, S-O-C-A-S-U-A-L-M-E. You can also find me on the web by visiting my website and my blog at www.deannanewsome.com. And if you would like to be a guest on the podcast or have any questions at all, please email me at hello at deannanewsome.com. Thank you.